Woodhouse Nissan offers a variety of SUVs and crossovers to fit your lifestyle. Whether you're looking for an SUV with high towing capability or a crossover with all-wheel drive, you can expect a variety of safety features, plenty of seating, ample cargo space, and innovative design to tackle virtually any adventure. Explore the Nissan lineup of SUVs and crossovers featuring Rogue, Rogue Sport, Kicks, Murano, Pathfinder, and Armada. Visit one of our two Nissan locations or shop online at woodhouse.com. This is America with Rich Valdez, powered by PolitiWeek.com. And Rich Valdez is with us, former Christie administration official. You worked for Chris Christie, you've been in politics, a lot of public service stuff. Rich Valdez, columnist now with the Washington Times. This is America. Richie V, you're on the air with the nation. The nation. This is America with your host, Rich Valdez. What's up, New York, and what's up, America? Welcome to a special edition of This is America Live right here from New York City at the all-new WABC Studios on the east side of Manhattan. Our phone number is 1-800-848-9222, 1-800-848-WABC. Check it out. We've got a lot to cover. The RNC was a huge success. There's an exodus from the Upper West Side of New York City. People are leaving in droves. There's U-Haul trucks and Penske trucks parked up and down the streets because people are getting the hell out of Dodge. Why? Well, because Bill de Blasio sucks. He's a real bobo. He's a real, let's call him like we call Joe Biden, un baboso. And this is affecting the quality of life of so many New Yorkers. Plus, Hurricane Laura is ravaging Louisiana right now. Our thoughts and prayers are with them. And let's see what happens in Texas. Plus, we've got a whole lot going on. Trump, Rand Paul getting attacked, Dan Bongino getting attacked, tons of people getting attacked, leaving the White House on Thursday night, the final night of the nomination convention for President Trump. Nancy Pelosi says there shouldn't be debates. Biden says, "Uh, I'll debate. I got hairy legs. I'll debate. And then people are attacking Kimberly Guilfoyle. So we're going to get to a lot of other things that we've got. But right now, I want to read to you a anonymous op-ed. And this thing is so good, I would have thought I wrote it myself. Check this out. It's in the 5townscentral.com, uh, 5 Towns newspaper. I dreamed that I would have to face the prospect of leaving the United States never. Never did I think I'd have to face that prospect at least not leaving the United States that I've known my whole life. I've never wished to live anywhere else. This is my home, and I was privileged to be born here. But today, I woke up, and as I had my morning coffee, I realized that everything is about to change. No matter how I vote, no matter what I say, something evil has invaded our nation and our lives. We're just never going to be the same. I've been confused by the hostility of family and friends. I look at people I've known all my life, so filled with hate that they will agree with opinions despite knowing what's right and wrong, as if they were in their right mind, but they're not, and they would never express these things. It's absolutely unbelievable. I think that I may well have entered the twilight zone. Then I saw this, and I think it's pretty close to describing how I feel. I'm not starting a fight, but it's something to think about. This may open up a ton of outraged comments, but let's see what happens. And I'm reading to you from this op-ed. You're not changing the reality of what we're living by trying to justify this insanity. We couldn't resist this because we're coming into the twilight zone. We have to be a nation. 
and we're a nation that's lost its collective mind. Somehow, it's un-American for the census to count how many illegal Americans are in America. I should say illegal aliens. Russians are influencing our elections, and that's bad. But illegal aliens voting in our elections is good. It was cool for Joe Biden to quote-unquote blackmail the president of Ukraine, but it's an impeachable offense if our president inquires about it. 20 is too young to drink a beer, but 18 is old enough to vote. People who have never owned slaves should pay slavery reparations to people who've never been slaves. Inflammatory rhetoric is outrageous, but harassing people in restaurants is virtuous. People who have never been to college should pay the debt of college students who took out huge loans for their degrees. Immigrants with tuberculosis and polio are welcome, but you'd better be able to prove that your dog is vaccinated. Irish doctors and German engineers who want to immigrate must go through a rigorous vetting process, but any illiterate gangbanger, uh, excuse me, illiterate gangbanger who wants to jump the southern fence is welcome. $5 billion for a border security wall is too expensive, but $1.5 trillion for quote-unquote free health care is not. If you, cheat, you can get in, uh, if you cheat to get into college, you can go to prison. But if you cheat to get into the country, you go to college for free. People say there's no such thing as genders, yet they're demanding for a, fido, uh, excuse me, a female president. We see other countries going socialist and collapsing, but it seems like a great plan to us. Some people are held responsible for things that happened way before they were born, and other people are not held responsible for what they're doing right now. Criminals are caught and then released to hurt more people. But stopping them is bad because it's a violation of their rights. And pointing out all of this hypocr- uh, excuse me, hypocrisy somehow makes us racists. Nothing makes sense anymore. No values, no morals, no civility, and people are dying of a Chinese virus. But it's racist to refer to it as a Chinese virus, even though it began in China. We're clearly living in an upside-down world where right is wrong and wrong is right, where moral is immoral and immoral is moral, where good is evil and evil is good, where killing murderers is wrong, but killing innocent babies is right, where darkness is light and where light is now darkness. Wake up, America. The great unsinkable ship, the Titanic, America, it's hit an iceberg. It's taking on water and it's sinking fast. There's only one lifeboat that can save you. And that is President Donald Trump. You can either get in or go down with the ship into the deep, deep dark sea of eternal death. The choice is yours to make. What will it be? Time is short. Make your choice wisely. That's an op-ed in 5towncentral.com. And I thought it was spot on with so much of the commentary and so much of what I hear about from people all the time. Now, this week, just looking at things that are going on, it's it to me it's remarkable remarkable that we're in a situation like we're in because America's changing pretty rapidly it's not the same America that it once was for example I'll share a story with you and I'll go into it a little bit more later but uh the guy David that I get my coffee from when I come to the studio early he's still there he's from Afghanistan he's got a little coffee cart on 31st street uh, right off of 7th avenue and go check them out. It's great coffee. David tells me the other day, he's, hey, how, how's things going for you at work? And I said, oh, things are going fantastic. 
uh, you know, we got coronavirus, which keeps me busy, <laughs> keeps me on the air. <laughs> we got politics, which keeps me on the air, keeps me talking. But between those two things, we got a lot going on. It's election year. And he says, oh, wow, I didn't know you talk about the politics. Tell me uh, uh, what kind of politics. And I said, oh, listen, I'm to the right of Ronald Reagan. And he says, really? Get out of here. And I said, no, really, yeah. And he said, wow, why? <laughs> I said, well, because I love America. Because when I was 16, I was able to open up a barbershop that I, I built clientele in my bathroom in my house, drawing designs in my friend's hair because lightning bolts were cool back then. The next thing you know, I was doing haircuts. Before you knew it, I had a full-blown business. and I even went to school for it. And he says, wow, that's an amazing story. And he says, you know, I tell people all the time, I, I'm from Afghanistan. And I'm an immigrant. I come to this country, and my mother got sick. She got cancer. We took her to Memorial Sloan Kettering. They treated her without any insurance. Today, my mother is okay. I tell people, we can disagree about the politics, but don't talk bad about this country. And I said... Gave him a slow clap right there on 31st Street and 7th Avenue. And I said, bro, that's what I'm talking about. I can't stomach it when people talk bad about America because this is America. This is the land that we're in. So I want to take your calls on this. I want to hear from you. Our phone number is 1-800-848-9222, 1-800-848-9222. And we're going to get into a lot of these topics that I mentioned. We've got the media melting down over the crowd size at the uh, Trump uh, nomination ceremony. Then Senator Rand Paul thinks that the mob may have killed him and his wife on his way out of the White House. Donald Trump thinks that Joe Biden's record is shameful. Nancy Pelosi says, oh man, maybe we shouldn't have debates. And of course, uh, Kimberly Guilfoyle, who's half Latina, we're going to hear a little bit of her fiery speech at the RNC, as well as Maximo Alvarez, and a lot more, because there's a lot more I want to get to with respect to Latinos and rioting and so much more. And of course, what's going on in Kenosha, Wisconsin, with people shooting people and all sorts of things, people calling him a white supremacist, and the guy shot white guys. Keep it locked right here. I am Rich Valdez. You're listening to Talk Radio 77 WABC. This is America. We are New York. Talking about what matters to you on New York's Talk Radio 77 WABC. Now, it's Rich Valdez. This is America. Para inglés, o primo número dos. Para Rich Valdez. Y esto es America. Ahora. All right, New York, welcome back. I am Rich Valdez, that same Rich Valdez that we're talking about, Rich Valdez, with an S at the end. You can check me out on social media, at Rich Valdez, on Twitter, on Instagram, on Parler, great platform. Check me out. I want to hear from you, and I, I love to share some things and hear your feedback, because I know not everybody likes to call talk radio. Now, I want to get into the RNC and everything that happened this week, because I thought there was tremendous Latino representation, at least way more than there was at the Democrat Party uh, convention. Now, I get into arguments every now and again with Curtis Sliwa. This is Curtis Sliwa. And when I get into arguments with Curtis Sliwa, I, um, you know, he tells me, what's going on? Don't brown lives matter, Richie V? What's happening? And I said, you know what, Curtis? I, I see way more Latino-Hispanic representation at the Republican National Committee's convention than I saw anywhere else. And there was such a moving speech by a Cuban immigrant who was a refugee from Cuba, who left the Castros, who left communism, who did what he had to do to come to the United States. His name was Maximo Alvarez. And this guy, it, it, I mean, I think everybody was moved by it. I mean, I was following on Twitter as this was happening. 
and everybody was talking about this guy's speech. Now, we can't play you the entire speech as moving and as impactful and inspiring as it was, but we can play you a little bit. So I want you to hear a little bit of Maximo Alvarez at the Republican National Convention this week. Check this out. If I gave away everything that I have today, it would not equal 1% of what I was given when I came to this great country of ours. The gift of freedom. Right now, it is up to us to decide our fate. My family has fled totalitarianism and communism more than once. First my dad from Spain, then from Cuba. But my family's done running away. By the grace of God, I live the American dream. The greatest blessing I ever had, my dad, only had a sixth grade education, told me, don't lose this place. You'll never be as well against me. I'm speaking to you today because my family is done abandoning what we rightfully earned. There's no place to hide. I'm speaking to you today because President Trump may not always be politically correct. He's in fact a successful businessman, near your average career politician. Our president is just another family man, a friend, and most important, our elected commander-in-chief who puts America first. So Maximo Alvarez just said you, there's nowhere to hide. And that's actually something I told to uh, my favorite congresswoman from the 14th District, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, all-out commie. I told her that once. I said, hey, you can run, but you can't hide because I was trying to get some info from her and say hello. But that's a different story, and we'll get back to her later. But Maximo Alvarez, the, the guy is inspiring you know, when he mentions that his dad had a sixth grade education, my dad had a sixth grade education. Tough as rocks, tough as nails, a real OG man's man, un hombre, un hombre. Like, they, like the old Cubans, like Maximo would say, un hombre con los testículos bien puesto. And I got a lot of respect for a guy like him because he reminds me of my old man in many ways. I think every word that this man uttered was the absolute truth. America has given him more than he would have had anywhere else, of course, because America's a great country. And that's what we talked about earlier about David, my, my coffee guy from Afghanistan. So it really irks me, and I guess it probably bothers you too, when you hear people trashing America, when you hear people just coming out of their face, coming out of their neck the wrong way, trashing our country. It really just, it boggles the mind. Now, speaking of AOC, earlier this week, even some Democrats were um, up in arms about AOC. I'm looking at a New York Post headline. It says, AOC is slammed by fellow House Democrats from New York over bill on Puerto Rico status. Now, AOC, clearly, AOC attacking our Constitution. She doesn't understand that we have a system of federalism in America. The states have their own rights. This is the reason that there's riots right now in Wisconsin, that there's riots that happened in Minneapolis, riots that happen in all these other states, including New York. Why? Because Trump is not a dictator. He's not going to say, hey, listen, I'm going to send the federal troops in there to shut it down. He has that right. But he defers 
because he's a gentleman and because he believes in federalism. He defers to the states. States have rights. Now, Puerto Rico may not be a state, but it doesn't mean it doesn't have rights, and it doesn't mean that there are no people in Puerto Rico. I say let the people of Puerto Rico decide if they want to be a state or they want to maintain their territory status or if they want to be independent. But the thing is, there's been three referendums on the island, and in every single one of those referendums, they've decided that they want statehood. They want to be a state. Now, listen, I'm a Republican, a conservative Republican. I realize that if Puerto Rico becomes a state, that those may become congressional seats, voting congressional seats, and a voting Senate seat, or two, obviously, that would help the Democrats. But right doesn't stop being right when it doesn't benefit you. And AOC is clearly wrong in this situation, clearly wrong. She's saying that they should establish a committee and that this committee should decide the fate of the entire island of Puerto Rico negating what the people think. Imagine in your state if they did that. They said, well, you know what? We're not going to let you vote. You don't have a say. We're just going to take care of this. Nah, man, listen, this is a republic. A republic means that you elect somebody to make those decisions for you, and that's okay. But you voted for that guy. So if he makes a decision or if he's a, uh, you know screwed up in his decision-making, that's your problem. You voted for the wrong guy, but you voted. Your voice was heard. Your vote was cast. AOC is trying to introduce some sort of soft totalitarianism, soft dictatorship where putting one person in charge of the masses, it's totally wrong and she needs to check herself. Now, our phone number here is 1-800-848-WABC, 1-800-848-9222. I'd like to go to... Manny in Patterson, New Jersey. Manny, what's going on? You're on with Rich Valdez on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Hey, Rich. I just want to say I agree with you 100%. Uh, Thank you. When that uh, Cuban gentleman was on the air, I had tears in my eyes. Uh, hey, man. Me, me my too. Father. You know, he, he, was, uh, he hit it dead on. This is the country of opportunity. It's, it's, you know, hard work and perseverance and you get ahead. Now, are you Cuban too? Yes, I am. What's your family I'm story? In the great city of Patterson. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know they had Cubans. I thought it was all Boricuas and no, and, and, and Palestinians. Left here. ¿Cómo fue? No, there's a few Cubans left. Not that many. In the, when when I got here, I got here in '69. Oh, so you were born a, in Cuba? A lot. Yeah, I was born in Cuba. So tell us a little bit about that, because I think not enough people hear these stories. I think sometimes part of the reason I'm a conservative Republican is because I moved from Brooklyn when I was 12 years old, sixth grade, and I moved to Jersey. And the part of Jersey I lived in had tons of Cubans. And let me tell you, you go to one Cuban's house, you go to the, all of their houses, they're going to tell you, you know, Mima te dice right away, right? Their grandmother's going to tell you right away how bad Fidel is. So I was taught from very early on that this guy is trash. He's the devil. <laughs> and, I, and I've grown up to believe that because I did my own research and I learned about it. But what is your family story or what's your story of leaving Cuba? Yeah, I, I left when I was seven years old. I was... Uh... But I remember the fear. I remember the the everything. Uh, everything was controlled by the by the state. It was horrible. You, know, you had to get a certain amount of food. You had to get a I guess a booklet they gave you, and you only allowed to buy this. And then there was the shortages, and the you know it, it was horrible. That's Absolutely a damn horrible. shame. That is a damn shame. Manny, thank you so much for giving us a call, and thanks for listening to the show. I appreciate it. Let's move it over to Raul. Raul is in Riverdale, New Jersey. Raul, you're on with Rich Valdez. Ricardo, I'm Eso. a first-time caller. I'm enjoying your show. A great, great 
steal, and I, too, am an American Cuban. Hey, God bless you, America first. America first, man. I love this country. You know what I'm saying? And I hate when they put a president down. Why? I really do. Well, first, tell me why you love America. I mean, it's a silly question, but— America, because of what we're doing, we're able to express our feelings without being worried about getting incarcerated or getting killed. Were you born in Cuba, too? I was born in Cuba, and I also I came in 69. Oh, wow. It, does it not drive you crazy when you hear these leftist Democrats say the stupidities that they say, repeating the things that Che Guevara said, repeating the things that Castro said? They have no idea what it's like to live it and wake up on it and go to sleep on it. They have no idea, man. This country is the best thing in the world. I would die right now for Mr. Trump and our president and our country. I'm sorry. Thank you very, very much for your time. You're welcome, brother. God bless you. I appreciate the call. Listen, folks, this is a critical time in American history. Uh, I didn't tell these guys to call. They heard the show and they called in. They happen to be Cuban, like Maximo Alvarez. These guys tell you the real deal. They're spitting the truth. They're telling you what it is. Socialism is the system that they use in communist Cuba. Socialism is the system that they use in communist Venezuela. If that's the kind of life that you want, Joe Biden's your man. AOC is your person. If you're looking for freedom, if you're looking for liberty, individuality, Che Guevara killed the gays. If you want to be gay, you should be voting for Trump. But this isn't a Trump infomercial. We're going to get back to that in a minute. I am Rich Valdez. You're listening to Talk Radio 77 WABC. We'll be right back. We are New York on New York's Talk Radio 77 WABC. Now it's Rich Valdez. All right, New York, welcome back. I am Rich Valdez with an S. I really hate it when they spell it with a Z, just saying. I've been going through it my whole life. 1-800-848-9222, 1-800-848-WABC. Now, Woodhouse Nissan offers a variety of SUVs and crossovers to fit your lifestyle. Whether you're looking for an SUV with high towing capability or a crossover with all-wheel drive, you can expect a variety of safety features, plenty of seating, ample cargo space, and innovative design to tackle virtually any adventure. Explore the Nissan lineup of SUVs and crossovers featuring Rogue, Rogue Sport, Kicks, Murano, Pathfinder, and Armada. Visit one of our two Nissan locations or shop online at woodhouse.com. I want to get into this topic of Kimberly Guilfoyle because I've had Kimberly on This Is America. She's been a guest on the show. I think she's terrific. She's senior advisor to the Trump campaign, and she nails it each and every time. She did a brilliant speech this week at the Republican National uh, Convention Committee, the Nominating Committee Convention, and I want you to hear the uh, speech that Kimberly gave because she talks about her background. A couple of idiots on Twitter decided to uh, try and get at her, and I think they're out of line. But listen to what Kimberly Guilfoyle had to say. Good evening, America. I'm Kimberly Guilfoyle. I speak to you tonight as a mother, a former prosecutor, a Latina, and a proud American. As a first-generation American, I know how dangerous their socialist agenda is. My mother, Mercedes, was a special education teacher from Aguadilla, Puerto Rico. My father, also an immigrant, came to this nation in pursuit of the American dream. Now I consider it my duty to fight to protect that dream. So 
here's the thing. I thought it was brilliant, and she went on for six or seven minutes and really did a fantastic job. But a couple of people on Twitter decided to say, AOC included, decided to, to, to get at Kimberly saying, you know what, doesn't she know that Puerto Ricans are American? Now, this is an argument I often make to people that are ignorant of the facts. But the point here is her dad was born in Ireland. He's an immigrant. She is the daughter of an immigrant and a woman that was born in Puerto Rico in Aguadilla. So, uh, or from Aguadilla, family in Aguadilla. So my point is they're trying to split hairs to try and make uh, Kimberly Guilfoyle look like something she's not. She's Irish and she's Puerto Rican. And I take it somewhat personally, A, because my family's Puerto Rican, but B, my brother married an Irish girl. And I have Irish Puerto Rican nephews and nieces. And I love our Irish Puerto Rican parties, by the way. The Irish and the Puerto Ricans have so much in common. We like to drink. We like to talk. We have to have a good time. They like to dance. Huge families. Faith, family. Anyway, point is, AOC came out her face and put out this tweet. And shame on her for doing that, trying to be so divisive. But again, that's what she does. This is the Bolshevik playbook. This is the divide-and-conquer strategy that they use every single time, time and again, to try and get us to come at each other, to try and, and, I guess, deconstruct people, to make them seem like something they're not. But you can't change the facts. Guilfoyle's mom is a Boricua. Guilfoyle's dad is an Irishman. That's just how it goes down. So... I don't want to hear any more on that topic, honestly. I mean, if you want to talk about it, we could talk about it. But for me, it's a case that's closed because it was stupid and I thought it was really tacky and classless to do it to begin with, honestly. You know, the, the, the Democrats are already in hot water. They're losing black men in, as part of the black vote. Now they're, they're losing Hispanics big time. Biden pulled out his team from Orlando. Anybody who knows anything about Orlando knows all the Puerto Ricans that leave Puerto Rico because of the hurricanes, we go to Orlando, Right. Los Boricuas están en Orlando. Ahí estamos nosotros. That's where we live. That's my grandfather is, is in Puerto Well, God rest his soul. He was in Orlando. We got lots of family in Orlando. So Biden knows this. He's pulled his team out. The Democrats are running scared. I don't know why they do these things, but we're going to take it to the phones. We're going to get your opinions. I want to get to your calls. Our telephone number is 1-800-848-WABC, 1-800-848-9222. Let's take it to the boogie down Bronx and go to homegirl Annie. Annie, you're on the line with Rich Valdez. Talk Hi, Rich. Hi. Hi, you sound good. Thank you. Um, I, I wanted to say, you said something, and I don't realize, I don't know if you realize how powerful it was when you said that um, it doesn't make it um, right simply because something goes accordingly uh, to you and what befits you in your life at, at that point. Right. And, and that's a double-edged sword because one can say that it's seductive, which is the way that Democrats use that as a tool to seduce you. And then they also accuse uh, Republicans of being hypocrites because uh, when you can look into the individual life of a particular politician, you may find some indiscretions or whatever, but at least for the generation to come, they propagate good things, and they'll let you know, and they'll, 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 they'll say they made mistakes, and it's obvious because it's public record, but... What the Democrats do is that they take these things that are vile, and instead of actually saying that they're wrong for the sake of it, they would rather change even laws 
to uh, befit these things that they know are vile just to befit them because it works for them. And so what you've got here is some weird vice versa stuff that's happening where even in Hollywood you've got it, 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 it's, it's bad to be good. So you can't even admit to that. Isn't that bizarre? It's crazy. And, you know, that's what we talked about when I opened up with that monologue that I read from that anonymous op-ed that said it's, you know, right is now wrong. Wrong is now right. Evil is, is now good. Good is now evil. Moral is now immoral. And I appreciate your compliment. I, I really do. I'm, I'm honored by it, Hanny. Thank you so much for your call. It's, to me, this is the problem that we face, where, where people are doing things. It used to be just for political expediency. Now everything seems to be for political expediency. And that's wrong. To me, it, it's the worst thing that we can do. So uh, let's – I want to get into the Rand Paul controversy. I want to get into people getting shouted down, people getting attacked coming out of the RNC because I think that's despicable. Honestly, I'm going to tell you a quick story. I watched – first of all, I, I, I watched it on Twitter. I saw the tweets. Uh, these are people that I know that are friends of mine. And I watched it this morning again with my brother. And I'm looking at the TV, and he's watching it for the first time. He's watching Rand Paul clutch his wife, place his palm on the back of a police officer, As he's leaving the White House, he had to walk two blocks to the Trump Hotel, which is in the old D.C. post office building. And the cops are bashing their bikes into people, using their bikes as a barricade to push people back. And these savages are trying to get at Rand Paul. Now, what's crazy about this is that Rand Paul authored the Breonna Taylor bill in the Senate. He is a liber, uh, libertarian, a radical one at that at times. Sometimes I disagree with him. And Senator Paul is the guy that's trying to eliminate no-knock warrants. Just to be on the record, I disagree with that. I think no-knock warrants are good. That's how you get the bad guys. That's how you get a drug dealer. You go and you prove to a judge that I need to kick this guy's door down while he's in there bagging up the drugs so I can arrest him. Rand Paul says that's a violation of their rights. Don't do it. No bueno. I disagree. But he's the one who said that because why? Because Breonna Taylor was killed during a raid on a no-knock warrant. And I don't agree with her killing. Nobody should be dead. That's Republicans, conservatives, I don't think anybody's ever defending death. We're not defending that. I think law and order does not mean go kill people. Now, that being said, I'm watching this video with my bro, who's 10 years older than me, 10 years in like two months. And he sees this and he goes, wow, Richie, look, he's holding on to his wife. And at one point he lets go of her hand and she falls like two steps behind him. He goes, oh my God, he let go of his wife. Look at these animals. Because he had to hold on to the cop because they pushed the cop so hard. The cop went tumbling into him and he had to push like hold up the cop with two hands so the cop wouldn't lose his footing completely and fall on the floor. And that's why he let go of his wife. And I see my brother's eyes welling up and a tear comes down. And he says, bro, I wish I was there. I wish I was there because somebody needs to stand up to this mob. 
Somebody has to stand up to this mob. So you know what? We're going to get into Rand Paul. We're going to get into all of that right on the other side of this break. Keep it locked right there. You do not want to miss this. I am Rich Valdez. You're listening to Talk Radio 77 WABC. Our phone number, 1-800-848-9222, 1-800-848-WABC. We do have, I think, one line, maybe two lines open. So if you want to call, now's the time. 1-800-848-9222. I'm Rich Valdez. This is America. This is America. We are New York on New York's Talk Radio 77 WABC. Now it's Rich Valdez. The call screener, who is a budding radio star, by the way. Richie Valdez is terrific. All right, big thanks to the great one. I appreciate that from the great one, Mark Levin, saying I'm terrific. Right back at you, sir. I think you're terrific. And, yes, we do go to the same barber. Our telephone number is 1-800-848-WABC, 1-800-848-9222. We're talking about Rand Paul. We're talking about mobs and violence and all the craziness that's going on. Uh, Not to mention, Nancy Pelosi says there should not be debates. And President Trump says that Biden's record is shameful. So we're going to try and get to as much of that as we can. Plus, the numbers are in. And yes, the RNC live stream and ratings, if you will, beat the DNC because they suck. Not because I said so and I'm a partisan hack. All true. But no, because they literally sucked. Their fireworks sucked. Did you see the Trump 2020 fireworks? I mean, come on. Bigly, bigly. We're going to win bigly. I mean, Trump squashed them. His his um, display on the South Lawn, which, by the way, was preceded by FDR. A lot of people are saying, oh, the Democrats, is it okay now? And I don't, I'm not taking shots at anybody here. I know um, my good friend Juliet Huddy posted something like that. Um, and I shared with her that FDR did it. I'm talking about other people on Twitter that are really just coming out of their face saying, ah, you can't do that. And meanwhile, you can do that. And and it's been done. And you know what? It was done so tastefully. And kudos to the First Lady. But we were talking about mobs. And again, our phone number, 1-800-848-WABC, 1-800-848-9222. With respect to the mobs, I want you to listen to a little bit of what Rand Paul said. I might have to stop him midway because... He talks a lot. He's a politician. And it's a pretty long clip. But I want you to hear what he had to say and describe. He thought that he was going to be beaten to death. Now, if you think I'm being hyperbolic, hold up. Wait a minute. Because check this out. But wait, there's more. Why? Rand Paul got his butt beat right outside his house. And they broke his ribs and whatnot just a few months back. So this is a dude that knows what it's like to stand up in the face of adversity. I want you to listen to Senator Rand Paul on Fox and Friends. Check this out. You can tell that man behind the mask is Rand Paul, a bunch of protesters descending on the Kentucky senator and his wife, Kelly, as they left the Senate, uh, the president's RNC speech from the White House. Actually, it was a longer trip than that. He joins us right now for his first live interview since that confrontation. Uh, senator, good morning. That looks scary. Yeah, you know, my wife and I, it was horrific. You know, we had two uh, women with us who were friends of ours. 
We had looked out, you know, we came out of the speech At and the White we, House. Looked in, we looked into the street. Our hotel was only right across the street from the White House, but we couldn't go because the mob was already chasing people down that chose to go out that exit. So the Secret Service says, get on a bus and ride to the Trump Hotel. So we got on a bus. It took 45 minutes to get through all the mobs. We get there safely. And then we say, we'll get an Uber to go all the way back where we came from and we wanted to be dropped off at the hotel. But as we got close to it, the streets were blocked and no one would let us through. And what happened is there was two blocks and I regret that I made this decision, but I said, we're gonna walk the two blocks. We walked one block, but as we walked one block, we could see some police in the distance, but we also saw a mob of about 30 people marching and yelling. They all of a sudden saw me right as we got to the policeman, fortunately, or I don't think we'd have survived. We got to the policeman and I, the policeman, I don't think recognized me. And as they came closer, they were shouting my name and the crowd doubled to 60. Mm. And then it doubled again to 120. And as they were surrounding us and it got closer and closer and everybody kept pushing back, the policemen were forming a, a barricade with their bodies. I whispered to the policeman, they know who I am. You've got to get reinforcements. It's going to get worse. He called for reinforcements, but we didn't get any reinforcements. We waited, but the crowd was getting bigger and bigger and pushing in. Uh, there were yelling threats. They were trying to push the police over to get to me. They were grabbing at us. And it got worse and worse and worse. And then finally, we decided to make a move. I said, we've, we've got to move. If there's not going to be reinforcements, we have to try to get to the hotel, which was another block. And they were shouting threats, you know, to us to, now, to I think kill you get us, the idea us. of what also, Senator Rand Paul is talking about. This guy was fearing for his life. He's walking through this mob. Like I told you, the cop was using a mountain bike as a barricade, holding it with two hands, pushing people back with a bicycle. This was serious. If you haven't seen the video, check it out. I, I retweeted it earlier. My my Twitter, at Rich Valdez with an S, at Rich Valdez. Uh, give me a follow. I would love that. I'd appreciate that. I want to stay in touch with you because we have a lot. This stuff is evolving rapidly, not just Rand Paul, just all of it, the election. And I want to keep you up to speed. The irony of uh, all of this uh, and, and he's going to get to that. Uh, we have that paused. Perfect. So I'm going to get back to Rand Paul. I just wanted to jump in here because the irony is, like I told you before, he sponsored the bill in her name to stop these warrants. But listen to the end of this story from Senator Rand Paul. Shouting, say her name, Breonna Taylor. And it's like, you couldn't reason with this mob, but I'm actually the author of the Breonna Taylor law to end no-knock raids. So the irony is lost on these idiots that they're trying to kill the person who's actually trying to get rid of no-knock raids. And they were shouting and screaming and just, it really, these people were unhinged but I can't tell you how, I'm not sure we would have made it. So as we're walking, sort of surrounded by the police, they're attempting to push the police over to get to me. So at one point, they push a policeman backwards, he stumbles, and he's trying to catch his balance, and I catch the back of his flak jacket to stabilize him and you know make sure that he's okay because he's our defense. I mean, if, yeah. if he's down, the mob's loose on us. And you've seen the pictures of what they do to you. If the police are not there, if you defund the police, if we become Portland, if America becomes Portland, what's going to happen yeah. is people are going to be pummeled and kicked in the head and, and left senseless on the curb. That would have happened to us. I promise you, had we not had the D.C. police to support us, I mean, we are thankful that we have police right. and we've got to wake up. We can't have the whole country. We can't have Joe Biden rule the country and have no police. I mean... It, we can't yeah. walk down the street in D.C. safely now. I, That's how bad it is. I, 
We need to back the blue. We need the police. Senator Rand Paul is right on. These people were going to kill him. Now, maybe they weren't going to kill him. But if you look at how violent this mob was, they wanted to scare him at the very best. Now, listen, when you look up the definition of terrorism in, in the dictionary, it talks about fear, intimidation. That's what terrorism is. They use violence to get you to do what they want you to do. It's fascism. Terrorists are fascists. And they will terrorize you until you bow down to their will. That's what's happening here. Senator Rand Paul is a hero, despite any differences I have with his politics. And I don't really have many. Sometimes I'm a radical libertarian, truth be told. I just want everybody to know. I, like I always tell you, if I have enough money to buy a tank and a helicopter, I am putting a tank and a helicopter wherever I could fit them. Don't get fresh. Take your mind out the gutter. So... I believe in liberty, and it's really important that we do this. Now, I'm going to get to your calls, but let's really think about this for a second. This is America, land of the free, home of the brave, and all of a sudden, people that are leaving the people's house, the White House, are faced with threats of violence, fear, and intimidation as they walk away from the White House when they're nominating, renominating Donald Trump to be president of the United States. Let's go to your calls, 1-800-848-WABC, 1-800-848-9222. Let's go to Christine in Newark. Christine in Newark, New Jersey, you're on with Rich Valdez. Hey, Rich, how you doing? Doing great. What's on your mind? Well, I just spoke to uh, Jen real quick. And Jenny from the block, she's terrific. Madame yeah, call screener. She was reunited with her boyfriend who finally got back from Puerto Rico. <laughs> Big shout out to Humberto. What's on your mind? Um, I don't like what they've done, uh, the far left. And since I just uh, recognized and celebrated BE Day, mm-hmm. August 15th, you know, um, they had a term, some of the soldiers for how screwed up it was, um, excuse my French, about the rioting, I would call that foobar. Yeah, yeah. Effed okay. up beyond all recognition. Who barons? Yeah. Oh, you just said it. My goodness. Yeah, I'm familiar <laughs> with the term. So and that's anyway. how you're describing the Democrats, huh? Oh, yeah. And the rioters and anyone who has to do with them. It's a damn shame. All right, let's move it on. We got two minutes left in the show and we got six callers to go. Gary, what's going on? Inwood, New York. Yeah. Good afternoon, Rich. I think you answered most of my questions. The reason I called was to try and find out specifically where Rand Paul was when he was assaulted. Okay, yeah. So interestingly, right, so the Secret Service pretty much ends as soon as you leave the White House gate. And then it becomes the Washington Metro D.C. police. And they were doing their thing. But they report to the chief of police, and the chief of police reports to Miriam Bowser. And she's a huge radical leftist dem that painted that that uh, defund the police right across the street from the White House in what's known as now Black Lives Matter Plaza. And she's totally into having them stand down. So this is why they were there and they used their bodies as shields. But they they couldn't be as aggressive as they ought to have. But thank you, Gary. You're right. I appreciate it. We need tighter security outside of the White House. Let's move on to Carlos. Carlos, uh, Summit, New Jersey. What's going on, brother? Hey, Richie, como estas? How are you? Todo hey. bien, brother. What's um, on your mind? Yes. Okay, quickly. Joanne Chestamar, that terrorist that killed a state trooper in New, New Jersey. New Jersey state ago. trooper. She's a murderer and she's in hiding in Cuba. Right. 
can Trump, in a way, get her over here to serve prison? Well, I don't. We don't have extradition because Fidel Castro and his uh, bastard no. little brother uh, Raúl, right. he's another despot, and we we don't have uh, the diplomatic relations that um, Barack Hussein Obama had with them because they had a great chummy relationship. They were trading right. cigars and being commies together. But right. ultimately, uh, yeah, I would love to get her back and have her serve her time, despite my um, admiration and and fanaticism for Tupac Shakur, which is her nephew, right? Because that's her real right, name, right. Afini Shakur, yeah. or her, she's right. sister of Afini right. Shakur. But Carlos, thank you for so much for your call. And what do we got? A minute? Ten seconds. All right. <laughs> I guess not. I wanted to go to one of my favorite callers, but we're not we're not going to be able to get there. Maybe we can if you can keep it short. Let's go to Jimmy in Brooklyn. Yes, this rioting in the street, this is all part of the communist movement. It's the same movement that murdered 150 million people. It's the same movement that has thousands of nuclear missiles aimed at us. It's one solid movement. You're right, Jimmy, and I appreciate your call. I'm sorry to cut you short because you're like an encyclopedia of knowledge when it comes to communism and all of this stuff. But my name is Rich Valdez. With an S, you can find me on social media at Rich Valdez. You're listening to This Is America, and we will be on again tonight repeating two of our episodes. I think think uh, overnight. So make sure you keep it locked right there. I'm Rich Valdez. If you stand for nothing, you will fall for anything. This is America. Woodhouse Nissan offers a variety of SUVs and crossovers to fit your lifestyle. Whether you're looking for an SUV with high towing capability or a crossover with all-wheel drive, you can expect a variety of safety features, plenty of seating, ample cargo space, and innovative design to tackle virtually any adventure. Explore the Nissan lineup of SUVs and crossovers featuring Rogue, Rogue Sport, Kicks, Murano, Pathfinder, and Armada. Visit one of our two Nissan locations or shop online at woodhouse.com.